Pfizer wins unconditional EU antitrust OK for $43 billion buy of company CGEN. Big Pharma, the pharmaceutical industry, science-based companies, mergers and acquisitions are also very much in the name of science. Certainly within a biologics area where I have worked and I have studied and I have collaborators in, these are products. They are built to be acquired because the actual cost of taking a brand new drug that you've discovered in the lab all the way through testing, then to trials, then to marketability and selling all over the world. That is an astronomically expensive proposition. We're not just talking about the cost of physically producing the drugs. We're also talking about the intellectual property, the patterning costs, the testing costs. So to really make that a economic feasibility, the person who discovered the drug, if they're not already working for a big pharma company, very rarely will be the person who ultimately still owns all of the IP. We make these discoveries to hopefully sell it to Big Pharma and Big Pharma is always in the routine practice of buying smaller startup companies who have just a couple of drugs to their name or a couple of promising leads. They will buy them and take their capacity in-house. Sadly, this has affected much of that startup buyer hack community mindset, which we did talk about in the last episode. We do not really have that many startups in the biotech space, certainly in Australia. A lot of it has been bought out by the big players in the field. And again, just like Microsoft, the Big Pharma has its own very comprehensive Wikipedia entry of the largest pharmaceutical mergers and acquisitions in history. But if we scroll down this list of mergers and acquisitions, we can see that these are huge acquisitions. These are for usually anywhere from 50 to $100 billion worth of mergers and acquisitions. These are very expensive purchases with a lot of intellectual property that's very valuable, at least at the time of purchase. You can see all the big players, Pfizer, Glaxo, Sanofi, Merck, Roach. They are all buying things up left and right. If you look at the list of failed mergers and acquisitions, you can see that this kind of thing is also happening. And a lot of the time it is canceled due to some kind of government regulation. These pharma companies getting too big too quickly because of all of the mergers and acquisitions that they are making. One of the more aggressive players you can see is Pfizer. Pfizer has really made a lot of attempts to buy a lot of different companies in this space. The most recent one that Pfizer has completed, a company called CGEN, which they completed the purchase of for $43 billion. And of course, any kind of sale like this does have to go through vetting. Pfizer was an unconditional approval for purchasing CGEN. Pfizer announced this purchase in March and it is the largest purchase in a string of recent acquisitions. So again, this highlights the idea that buying out your competitors and bringing them in-house and ousting them to make sure they're no longer a threat while retaining the most valuable part of their operation, this is standard business as usual in a setting like science and innovation. And certainly in tech, it's also business as usual. And what was interesting here is its description of its once-in-a-lifetime cash windfall from its vaccine and treatment rollout in response to the global pandemic. What I'm curious about is what is so valuable inside CGEN that makes it worth $43 billion to Pfizer. CGEN's website is of course linked in the show notes below. It's also very easily Googleable. You can look at its pipeline of drugs and it is very, very clear the safety and efficacy of these compounds have not been established. These uses have not been approved by the US FDA or other regulatory authorities. So of its pipeline of drugs, which are all designed around cancer and cancer care, sure it's got some drugs that have maybe been approved and have been further along that clinical trial pipeline, but it's got a whole bunch of drugs 
that have not yet fully been tested, but still add to that $43 billion valuation. Adcitrus, designed to treat Hodgkin's lymphoma, is my understanding. It's been through phase one, phase two, phase three. It also has PADCEF, treating different types of urothelial or bladder cancer again. They've been through different phases of clinical trials for different kinds of cancers. Takiza, Takathanib, these are all monoclonal antibodies targeting certain cancer compounds targeting certain receptors or certain compounds big pharma and in this case pfizer is very willing to gut its competitors or just purchase them if that is too difficult to manage and in each case trying to extract the most valuable part of their competitors it could just be the drugs and the patents to the drugs or it could be that whole company's operation their whole r d wing their laboratory facilities the people there that are driving this innovation driving this research they purchased the whole shebang